0: I've been talking about a particular idea that I like to emphasize, and here I am emphasizing it. I think it's for the 13th time. The number of these. It's called "just observe." This is number 13. This is the 13th talk I've given uh, in order to badger you, push you, force you. No, not force. I won't force you. But to encourage you to to uh drop your agenda around everything even sitting practice once you sit down and you hold still when i say drop it there's not much you can do to drop but you can uh, do something to not grasp or fuel something or draw something out of uh, whatever the dark recesses of your uh, mental stratum and just to toy around with things and try to figure out things and try to get somewhere and see why you're not getting somewhere. All of the additions, all of the subtractions, all of the, all of the math around all of that is uh, it's, it's relatively accurate. It could be, but from the point of view of the spiritual path, um, less is better. So do some, and some people need to do a lot of that. So I'm not doing away with thinking not doing away with analyzing, Uh, what I'm saying is, uh, as soon as you can, and this would be up to you, rather than me come by and say, check in on you, so, thinking a lot, are you? You know, like, over your shoulder as you're, how's that going? Getting anywhere? So, as you observe what comes through the six sense fields, different objects of sight, color, shape, smell uh, taste, uh, sounds, uh. just notice, uh, maybe a word I could use here, a description, just the leading edge of anything. The very first, uh, Trungpa to say, first thought, best thought, it was the title of his book of poems, actually, one of his books. First thought, best thought, and perhaps it's a thought. But it's, it's it was a way, my understanding, it's a way to Get you to just be direct about your your thoughts. To be direct about your emotions. Be direct about how you feel, what your reaction is. Uh, and if it comes up uh, uh, tattered and in rags, that's how it is. Don't dress anything up. This is this is jumping from the absolute as it appears relatively. I'll say that again. The absolute as it appears relatively is pretty close to first thought. <laughs> we immediately want to dress it up. You just can't hardly stand to have, you mean, it's just that. You mean, it's just, just that it must be something, there's something else, something else, something else, there isn't anything else. So what am I asking you to do? What I'm suggesting that you do is whatever occurs, sounds, smells, tastes, touch, Thoughts, whatever they are, I don't care how horrific the, the, first, uh, the first seeing of that, if it's, a, if it's a devil's mask, if it's an angel's uh, wings, whatever, whatever polarity is happening, it's just polarities. Since we're in a relative situation, there's going to be lots of those, and they're extremely magnetizing. If you're in this room and food is in the other room and you're hungry and you smell, you don't see the food yet but you start to smell odors from the kitchen. It's just a way of saying that, that there's something is always reaching out for, for your senses. You could say it that way. You could think about it that way. As long as you think uh, that the, the, you're over here and the world is out there or over there, then it will do that. It will, it will, it will turn it into an intense feeling of me and them guys or me and this. Polarity. So we don't want to fight with that. I'm not trying to talk anybody out of anything or talk you into anything. I'm just saying, you need to do it. The Buddha did it. Others have done it. The lineage holders down through the centuries have done it, or this would not be be warm bread. It would just be a cold recipe that with you not knowing where to get the ingredients at. You are the ingredients from the relative point of view from the absolute point of view, which isn't actually a point of view, you are not suffering from anything. It's not a big fancy deal. It won't necessarily feel like, whoa, man, this is great. I finally got it. What have I been looking for all this time? It might not be that great. Your particular version, and I emphasize that, your version, you're still embodied. You're not going to be a 16-foot golden Buddha Become something that you are. <clears throat> so, whatever is occurring in any of the sense fields, in, 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 including the mind, just receive. We don't generate thoughts. If you think you generate thoughts, you're going to spin. And in that spinning, you're going to get dizzy. And in that getting dizzy, you're going to suffer. And it's going to hurt, and then it'll feel better, and then it'll hurt, and then it'll feel better. And you'll be tied into the relative success, failure, success, the eight worldly dharmas of uh, this is great, that's terrible, this is great, that's terrible. This is, this is life, this is death. This is success, this is failure. And we're not trying to get rid of that. We're not trying to abandon anything. Don't abandon anything. If you need a practice, then include. Include until you see there isn't anything left. What, What is it when nothing's left? There isn't anything left to include. I can give you a word This highly relative, highly polished, sparkling word. Uh, If you understand it, you may remember this 20 years from now. Freedom. And it's not freedom from, and it's not freedom to. It's fundamental freedom. Known to the ego as agoraphobia. Too much space. No reference point. How do I fit in? You know. So the just observe can happen in meditation. You're sitting. Uh, whatever happens, just just that. Nothing. Nothing about that. Just that. Just it may feel raw and rugged. Uh, it may feel um, uh, uncomfortable or even painful. Do nothing with it. Don't cover it up. Don't fluff it up. Tamp it down. Do nothing with it, unless you do. And then, if you do, then just watch that. I like to say it this way: just back up a quarter of an inch. Whatever is happening coming out of your—I uh, can't get the karmas mixed up. Parabda karma, the karma that's coming out of the past. Wh- Whatever is coming out of that uh, may uh, have enough uh, um, force behind it that, that that you you, insofar as there is a you. Whatever that is, you need to do that. You, you have to do that. So if you're, if you're just observing, you'll know, without making a choice, you'll know when to express and when to shut up. You'll know it. You won't make decisions about anything. If you're still making decisions by weighing relative truth, then uh, just watch that. Just watch the way you keep buying into this and rejecting that. So, uh, sitting on the cushion, of course, uh, just observe is a little bit more clear. Just, just, Just observe. You can't really find thoughts. And as I said in the meditation instruction a little earlier, as I recall that I said anyway, see if there is more than one thought. If there's more than one thought, you should be able to see the difference between them should be able to see the front of a thought the back of a thought like it's like saying uh, the other way of using a uh, concept or is to say is there more than one moment moments don't have fronts and backs like a second does or a minute does In what's referred to as post meditation or an awareness practice out in your everyday life. Uh, when you're going to the store, picking up some groceries, getting gas for your vehicle, talking to your neighbors, talking to uh, your uh, friends, relatives, your mate. Keep it very simple. Just receive whatever's happening. Don't add on that extra uh, set of uh, uh, whatever it is, that other uh, extra layer of clothing of concepts and ideas about everything. Have a willingness to just see the raw situation. And the raw situation is not particularly nutritious to ego. It does not get puffed up by that. Fluffed up. It doesn't, it doesn't get enough energy to keep going. So sometimes I say just stay in your sense fields. Whatever you're receiving in the sense any sound you're hearing, just that, that's that's right here. It's right now. It's just a moment. Sound, smell, taste, touch, hearing. when you're having a when you're talking with someone looking in them in the eyes and you're listening to them when you listen also receive through all the other senses turn all of them on just see just smell just taste obviously, obviously I'm not asking you to lick people <laughs> dangerous don't do that but i'm saying there's a there's a quality of actually tasting there's even a teaching, roche in Tibetan, called one taste, which, as far as I understand, I don't know the the guys that uh, people that came up with that idea, but there's some there, there's something about this. Just there's nothing else but this. It's a, it's a it's an understanding that just transcends everything, and even the word transcendence is uh, is a, it was like a, a post-it note. So there's a lot of things that are, you could say, appearing. The objects of the six Seals, including the mind, that are just appearing and going away. They show up, they turn around a little bit, and they leave. The color that someone is wearing. You'll notice when you look at someone, and if you register, uh, without even saying in your own mind, "red," they're wearing a red jacket. If you don't even say, or like when you see Rumi's raincoat. Rumi has a yellow raincoat. Came from Mayun, right? You see Rumi's raincoat, I mean, it's pretty hard to do anything but just receive yellow. That's why they, that's why bumblebees have yellow. I want to tell you things you don't already know. And Why are the black lines in there? So you'll recognize the yellow. You can't see the yellow without the black lines in the bumblebee. You knew that, right? Yeah. Just receive don't differentiate black and yellow are not two different things it's just two ways of the that the same thing shows up one taste realization is not an event it's your, your i've been saying this for years your your grandfather did your grandmother did uh, it's Mother's Day, so you're mothered in. You're, you're, here, you're here. You're already here. It's already the case. Stop avoiding your Buddha nature. Call it something else. If, if it helps to, to take away that Buddha nature name, take it away for three days. Start calling it uh, mustard sandwiches. Don't use that one. That probably wouldn't be good. But look at the way we... We, anything that arises, uh, instead of just observing, if you're just observing, you won't know what it is. Ego can't know what this is. And the, it's ego is the one that knows things. Knowledge. Collects, collects knowledge. <clears throat> A buildup of understanding. Not wrong, not incorrect. Do that. Do that. Learn. Learn about everything. So this was number 13. Did it sound anything like the other 12? Just like it. I have no idea,
1: I don't remember anything. You're talking about not making the decision again? Yes. I'm wondering, do things still get considered if we're not making decisions? Do they get what? Get considered. Oh, that's all you would do is consider them.
0: Uh, what does it mean to consider? Just look at it. Considering doesn't mean to look at it and then look away into your concepts about it. That's not considering. That's ignorance. It just masquerades as intelligence and calculation. At least I'm figuring this out. You other people around there looking at the wall and, and figuring out what's going on. I'm coming up with an answer here pretty quick. There's no answer to, uh, um, to uh, um, Samvrini Satya relative truth. There's no answer to it. You can't take a bunch of things and push them around and make them show up some kind of answer. Those answers are all relative. They, if you see what they are, they collapse right back into the... It's like the, the flower collapses right back into the roots, right back into the dirt. Because it's not a separate thing. More, please. What does it mean to make a decision? If you're making decisions, then you're, there's somebody who thinks there's a right and a wrong and a correct and an incorrect. And, and operates out of a, an artificial uh, relationship to uh, what this manifestation is, which is what not separate. Sure, we're separated into human beings. There's a separation going on, but the fundamental understanding, and that's that's your, as it's been said before, that's your birthright. You can understand this. Everyone in this room, anyone watching this, and people that never heard of this can realize it's possible for everyone. When I say you're not going to make any more decisions, you just not that you won't look at something and instead of uh, making pancakes, instead of doing that, you have oatmeal. I mean, there's something going on there, but it's a very low level of uh, discrimination that's going on. Not much because you're not you're not gathering information. You are the information you need. Ask more. Take
1: take take us all into it. Example that shows up was when that shelf got made for the Roxus and with the intention to put it in the white tower room, but it, mm-hmm. what was happening when it ended up in the other room instead?
0: What do you think? That's a good example. Just did. did I decide something?
1: It just looked
0: like it didn't work there. But that was that wasn't a decision. It didn't work. So it wasn't something that we thought up ahead of time. We. I'll say something about it. That's, that's a good example because it just did what it—it's like it found where where it needs to be, and interestingly enough, the space it needed to fit, fit into is exactly the, the measurement, and it was an odd measurement between the wall and the the molding. Put it in there, and it's, it fits in there. So there, if you need more proof, there's no such thing as time. There it is. Whew, glad that's over with. <laughs> That's time and space, not different. It's not something you can think up and believe in and suddenly you, I, there was a time when I didn't know this, but finally, I've been so puzzled by that whole time and space thing. And now I know what it is. Can you say something more about that? that was a good, that's a good example, actually, because it, there, no one decided anything.
1: I can just explain what happened. We made a rock suitcase and got all the measurements for the the white tower room in there, and um, with the understanding that it had some kind of decision that it was going to go in there, and then when it got made, it just it wasn't going to work in there. It just it was too big. It didn't. So you didn't notice the little feet popping out of
0: the bottom and walking out of the mall. <laughs> you were busy thinking your thoughts about it or something.
1: To stack buckets to not ask for help to hang it up. <laughs> you stack buckets? You're stacking buckets? Why? To get it the right height. To stacking. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then when it did go over there, is the exact measurement that it needed to fit in? It, it was kind of a uh,
0: interesting, uh, um, auspicious coincidence. Just happened to work. Uh, we made the right decision there. <laughs> it would have been terrible in that other room. Yes,
1: Kuhn. did it? Did the um, shelf, in this case, have... Was there an agenda that got lost somewhere along the way? I think there were different ideas were
0: coming up and going, and uh, there was an agenda or an idea to put it in there, and then I was considering that, and then I was imagining it, and I didn't, you know, I wasn't... I don't, I don't know... Uh, you uh, was involved in that some to some extent seems like we all talked about it and it it was might have you know I don't recall exactly what the trajectory was it's just that it it looked like it to me it did look like it wasn't going to work in that room we too much in a room that we're all sitting in on occasion for supper or whatever I don't remember uh, what you're asking about I, I, don't, I don't I can't can't really relate to that unless you, you're more direct with a question um, pardon me what what changed oh the simply put the the shop, the shop didn't want to be in there <laughs> <laughs> want to be out in the hallway that's a so simple Does that help no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> <Nope. coughs> Robert. So if the shelf didn't have an agenda, i just for concept-wise. How does that effortless movement arise? Uh, very good. Uh, it, it arises because there is no because you're with whatever's happening, rather than you're you're uh, abandoning what is in front of you for some kind of uh, outcome so uh, there needs to be uh, to respond as clearly as I can to it needs to be some kind of a openness around that area which can if the ego mind manifests as insecurity or we need to find out how to do this and the language that comes up we can't be we can't be messing around we're wasting time here those are all the things we all say this to ourselves all the time about anything that hasn't come together yet we need to push it or rush it or make it happen I think it's just a, it's uh, it's when we live in an open dimension, then things come together, or they don't, and we're not concerned about which one they do. If you if you live here all the time, you don't live it. You don't you don't wish for a future, you don't regret a past. Whatever occurred is the you know we we get so uh, very very uh, it's a very sneaky area where we get very very self-centered about our uh, even about our guilt. You know, guilt is just a form of ego. I'm the one who screwed up. I got to stop doing that kind of thing. That's just a, a subtle form of self-centeredness. There isn't anyone. No praise, no blame is the basic teaching of the Buddha or Buddhism. It doesn't mean that this didn't cause that. Of course it did, but it's you, we take it out of its. Um, the, out of the context it's in and we bring it in because we want some kind of uh, illusion of control that we can push this we can pull that we can lock this up and we can let this go free so but that situation was just uh, just had it was just an open dimension it was the, maybe the shelf uh, i could see we're looking at it uh, it might have showed up uh, for me as uh, so we shouldn't have a shelf at all So. It's, it's interesting how if you don't if you don't have a strong agenda about anything, then the thing itself, it's the dynamic itself, is free to ha- ha- be the agenda. It's an odd kind of feeling to have uh, uh, shelves think. And they're not actually thinking, but there's a quality of of. Uh, let me let me uh, use this word, and you can contemplate. It's respect. Really respecting your environment, respect the tables, respect the floor. Everything is uh, sacred. There's no profane anywhere. That's a misunderstanding based on people wanting control of things. We have a lot of time. Yes. Since
2: you. I've noticed since... Having roomy and sitting much less than I did before. Um, A lot more drama and a lot more getting stirred up in my mind. Mm
0: -hmm. That's awareness. Um,
2: From the perspective of awareness, does it matter how much gets stirred up?
0: The only thing that matters is the awareness. When it's time for you to awaken, nobody will be able to stop you. And if it's not time for you to awaken, there's nothing you can do to bring it about. Ha ha. (laughs) And why do I say ha ha? Because there's this thing that if we just do practice in the right way, if we have the right teacher, the right this, all this, that somehow that will boost us into uh,
1: anutra samnyak bodhi Or just clarity, yes. So thinking of it that way, What's happening when we do practice and have a teacher in the sangha? <clears throat> uh, you're holding still
0: instead of being pulled into into the cartwheel of and uh, and the rotation of samsara uh, with you know with your eyes closed and your ears plugged and everything plugged up and you're just going along and you're going to pretty good feelings and pretty bad feelings and pretty good feelings and pretty bad feelings cause and effect cause and effect the the consciousness has is totally uh, uh, flooded the, the beingness or the physicality of the situation. So it's called spiritual materialism.
1: Go ahead. Is the chance to awaken 10 minutes into practice the same as 10 years into practice?
0: The,
1: the, way, you're an, the way
0: you're asking it, you could say it that way. But, but it might be a better way to say you're already awake. You just cover it up. There's less likelihood of your covering up if, if you're doing less. It's already what you're looking for. <laughs> it's just not what you thought it was going to be. You thought it would be, woo. And it's that, more like, hmm, interesting that nothing's separate. Interesting the way not separate shows up as just flat out ordinary, tamo geshepa, flat out ordinary, nothing special anywhere. It might be initially when it starts to occur, when the thing, when the sparks start to fly, if they even fly. But uh, once this is the case, then it, you can't go backwards. There wasn't a forward in the first place. More questions are good. Make me look like a fool, please. Yes. Does listening or seeing or tasting end
2: when thoughts happen? Again, please. <coughs> Does listening? hearing, or does listening, seeing, or tasting end
1: when thoughts happen, or thoughts
0: arise? They could, they could, but the, the thoughts, just like uh, the sense of smell is not in competition with the sense of touch. But there's, there's a dynamic happening, there's a resonance happening there. The sense of thinking uh, isn't in, in conflict with the, uh, with the sense of uh, hearing, or the sense of seeing. It's just, you're just receiving thoughts. Just there's no producer of thoughts. And so just uh, just think uh, the, one of the ways to work with this and the teaching is is to try to stop the thoughts or control them it's just a misunderstanding it's not that it's not not that it's wrong relatively it's it's true because thoughts are you know busybodies. but you have to respect everything respect the thoughts you have to respect the confusion rather than try to cover up the confusion so that you can be enlightened go ahead how do we respect the thoughts don't add to them it'd be like running over in your neighbor's yard and saying uh, you're mowing the wrong way you need to rule it this way not that way don't interfere but when confusion arises it's just that no agenda for anything of course we have to have something so we chant the sutras we listen to what the words are. We we use the form in order to see more clearly what is not what is moving outside of the form. So, people looking at this have all kinds of ideas and projections about people worship worshiping, worshiping golden idols. You know, it's more about they're doing that. They're they're the ones who are doing that. We aren't doing anything. And when I say they're doing it, they're they're buying into a polarity. They're actually not doing that because they're disagreeing with that. So therefore they're doing that, not separate. Just like guards in a prison, are prisoners. They're in a prison, they're locked up. They're prisoners, they just wear uniforms. Get to go home at night, which also might be a prison. There's a question
1: from
2: Greg in the UK. He says, the other day you mentioned there is no fixed self, but we are responsible for our emotions. Can you say a little bit more about that, please? Thank you.
0: Did I say say we're responsible for our emotions? I think you have said... I don't mean that you're to blame for it. I'm saying if no one came along and dumped a bucket of anger into you, so... That's what I mean. It's your, it's your anger in, insofar as there is someone. I mean, it's, it's your sensorium that is being affected, even though it might have been triggered out here by a, a, a supposedly or a apparently outward event. So what was the rest of the question?
2: <clears throat> the other day you mentioned there is no fixed self, but we are responsible for our emotions. Yeah. Can you say a little bit more about that?
0: So what I would say is uh, that the coming and going. When I say no fixed, I just say it's uh, the way I like to say it is like a discontinuous identity. If we it, if it were solid and real and substantial, we nothing would bother us. We, we wouldn't be. I'm not saying something can hurt us or something, but we wouldn't be affected by somebody's comment because we'd be. We our confidence would be have really powerful relative confidence. But we're not. We're, and that you get into the area of uh, of who we are. Then we. We're very sensitive to what others think. We're, we're sensitive to their compliments. We tend to fluff up a little bit, even when we may not show it, because we don't want to look prideful. And we might you know, be pushed down or subdued or feel sad or feel upset when somebody is critical of us, even if they're incorrect, whether they're correct or relatively correct or incorrect. So, what I'm saying there basically is to be aware uh, of whatever whatever the emotions are. Don't add on to them don't take away from them, passion, aggression, and ignorance, do nothing with them, don't own them, I'm not saying you have to scold yourself and say, well this is my feeling, don't, just don't do much with it, just, but, but don't, don't abandon it by blaming someone, don't, don't abandon it by, by going into any kind of conceptual, some kind of et, explanatory, even what I'm saying about it, don't even escape into that. My teachings, the way I teach is meant to get you to look more closely at everything, without adding, subtracting, or dividing. It was Greg in the UK. So uh, if if you have more questions about that, it sounds like there's more about that that I could respond to, but it needs to be response to a question rather than me giving a talk on it right now. So you could ask again. Further questions? Yes.
2: Um, On occasion you've said that when you had the opportunity to sit in front of Chögyam Trungpa Rinpoche that uh, it was not only terrifying, but your mind stopped. So what, if thoughts, if we can't get rid of thoughts, what was that?
0: I don't know. Maybe because I was petrified? I've heard other people say the same thing, that when he was... And he just would come into a room. You could say, well, that's because he was a Tibetan Lama. This is a guy, this is a middle aged, uh, not even middle aged, a young guy uh, with a curly hair smoking cigarettes and a golf shirt. So there wasn't, there wasn't much kind of a, this great tulku on the throne. He didn't need any throne. And so, and I'm not coming up with some kind of magical idea that he was radiating some kind of, uh, or something, although he probably was. I have no, I really don't, I don't have any idea what it is. All I know that he was a powerful, powerful teacher, regardless of all the gossip and things around him. That's, uh, I don't know what else to say about it. Questions would bring out more probably, but I don't have much to say other than, um, yeah, my mind would come to a halt. That's how I felt. it felt, like you couldn't think. <laughs> Quite a nice feeling. Looking back on them anyway.
2: So is that something we should aspire to?
0: Aspire to what? Not to thinking. Not thinking. No. Want to aspire to something, uh, save all beings. Which means don't abandon anybody or anything, starting with your own thought patterns. Every thought pattern has been said before, way before I got here. Even even the any thought that arises is like a living being. Don't abandon anything. Don't shut it down, don't murder your thoughts. If you want to observe the first precept, notice how you keep trying to kill yourself. If you do, maybe you don't do that. More?
2: So on Monday evenings we're studying Jeffrey Hopkins' meditation on emptiness, and uh, it's a very kind of precise, progressive way of of meditating. Um, Yes. Is that end result going to be stopping thoughts?
0: I don't know. Seeing, uh, emptiness? Or seeing emptiness? I don't know. I, I, mean, there's, I don't teach like that. It doesn't mean that he, 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 people should be doing what I say. Uh, the people that need to do what I, what, what uh, function as a student of mine, are already doing it. So there's no propaganda, there's no advertisement for anybody or anything. Um, you notice that I have, have, uh, have, uh, have it set up so that we study as much as possible. We're studying in every direction we can. Buddhist teachings, I want people to know about this. You may need to go study with Jeffrey. I don't know. I'm not going to get in your way. I don't have an agenda about gathering students, particularly. That doesn't mean that if somebody is a student of mine and they go somewhere else, at least let me know you're going. I'll help you. I'll buy your ticket. Less is better. Less students is better. <laughs> Much easier. So, Jeffrey, is, uh, as uh, my friend Jules Levinson, I was just in contact with him, uh, who is, uh, was studying under Jeffrey, uh, and he is in the process of um, doing some, some translation work or something. Uh, so the, the, this, all of this work is, is very important. People need to do this. We have scholars who are doing this, and I'm not saying everybody should be doing what we're doing. And so we're gonna study that material because uh, people that are able to understand this and uh, bring it and distill it into a conceptual structure that we can read, like uh, Kempo Socham Jamso's uh, Progressive Stages of Meditation on Emptiness. It's an astonishing book when you think that it was, uh, I think it was uh, Ari, Ari Goldfeld, Translated out of um, out of uh, Rinpoche's uh, Tibetan. Are you familiar with that? You studied with him? Yeah. So it's just an astonishing thing that you could read that and it's, it's something like cutting through every time you read it You find oh, that No, I didn't see that before So I'm all about studying concepts and I'm all about spending as much time as you can sitting down We call it facing a wall wall gazing sit down whole still and bring everything to a halt that you have control over without being um, um, aggressive with yourself. There's not much aggression involved in coming in and sitting down and holding still, but there might be a lot of aggression in making yourself stay there. That's a misunderstanding. Don't make yourself stay there. Respect your confusion. Respect your confusion. You know, they, they, what's the, the the misunderstanding there? Is the the grandmother's compassion or something like that? You know, you'd have tough love. No, you don't. Tough love is about trying to get a result. And trying to get a result is about ignoring uh, this astonishing display of phenomena that, that we are confronted with is in front of us and it is as the cornucopia of our own mind is displaying this. We created this. This is us. You're looking at yourself everywhere. Don't ignore anything. Join nothing. Leave nothing. Ignore.
2: We'll stand and dedicate the merit in the back of our purple chant books. Just like to remind everybody about the donation boxes that are in the hallway, and thank you again for your contributions to help support these teachings and this environment.
1: May the this penetrate into all places so that we and every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way. She so no, me. The ten directions, the three worlds, all Buddhas, all. And Bodhisattvas, Mahasattvas,
2: the great Prajna Paramita. The Buddhas and Bodhisattvas of the ten directions and the three times, please hear us. Please come down out of the light and protect Soku Koji Buddhist Temple Monastery, its buildings, gardens, and all adjoining areas from any and all dark or negative energy. Remove and dissolve any negative energy or devices. Fill everything and everyone with light. Please shield and protect with light our teachers, monks, students, and all practitioners of the Dharma, our families and friends from negative forces and energy from now on. Help us to realize the truth of the Buddha's teachings.